Is there a desire in you to not just attend revival, but live in revival? Welcome to the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Saldivar. I've been in revival for the last 10 years, as well as traveling and being a part of many revivals throughout the United States. I'm going to be sharing with you how to live a radical lifestyle of revival on a daily basis. I have to shout. I'm not praising because I have to praise. I'm not worshiping because I have to worship. I'm shouting because if it had not been for his mercy, if it had not, where am I this morning? If it had not been for his grace, I would not be standing, but I shout because I'm grateful. I shout because I'm alive. I shout because I can, because the enemy has been defeated, and I want to serve every demonic force on notice this morning. I want to serve every demonic power on notice this morning that the devil is a loser. He is a liar, and God says, I've given you victory, that I am doing a new thing, and it's not going to look the way that you thought it was going to look. Some of you sit back. I don't know about all that shouting. I don't know about all that praising. I don't know about all that running around. And at my church, we don't shout that way. Baby, we are not at your church this morning. At my church, we don't shout that way. What's all the shouting and the excitement for? Listen, if the world and if you can shout over a bunch of grown men wearing tight pants, chasing after pigskin, you better believe I'm going to shout louder at the house of God than I am at a stupid football game. I'm going to shout louder in the house of the Lord. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises. The Bible says that when we praise and when we shout that God's presence dwells among us. But God has brought me. Now let me just preach to somebody. God has brought me too far for me to not act like he's a big deal. God has brought me too far to not give him a praise worthy of the price he paid on the cross. I wish somebody was up in here that said I've been brought too far for me to not lose my mind for God. Do you know what the Bible says happened at the cross? That the power of depression, the power of somebody help me, y'all are getting quiet. The power of anxiety, the power of suicide, the power of lust and perversion. It was disarmed at the cross and you've been given power and authority. Oh, come on, Holy Ghost. To tremble on every scorpion and every serpent. It's not merely to the normal. The preaching is affecting spiritual atmospheres. The preaching is shaking things and the unseen realm. So I don't care if there's 500 people or five people because I'm preaching to principalities. I'm knocking them off their throne because there is victory and there is power in Christ and you've been called to enforce God's kingdom on the earth. Imagine, imagine a world with no law enforcement. What do you think would happen? Imagine, when that's kind of where we're headed right now. Imagine a world with no law enforcement. All hell within one day would break out. And yet the church is the law enforcement of God against the enemy's kingdom. And you wonder why all hell is breaking out? Let me tell you why. Because the church is sitting there being mall cops instead of being on the SWAT team, spiritual snipers of God, and actually enforcing the kingdom, and actually taking their legal right. But I came to draft somebody into the 
the Navy SEALs of the kingdom of God. I came to enlist somebody into the army of Almighty God. I came looking for some spiritual warriors and some spiritual snipers that are going to say, oh, no, devil, you messed up, devil. Oh, no, devil, you came up in the wrong house. You came up in the wrong marriage. You, I dare you, devil, to cross this line. I dare you. I know my power, and I know my authority. See, the devil is afraid of a believer that knows his legal right. Oh, no, 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 no. Not up in this house. Not up in this house. You find that needle, you find that vape in your kid's room, not up in this house. I'm not even yelling at the kid. I found the needle, I found the vape, I found the alcohol. I'm not even yelling at the kid. You want to know why? Because I don't battle the natural, I battle the spiritual. And so guess what? When he goes, when he's grounded, because he, he's going to get grounded, praise the Lord, and he's up in his bed at night, guess what? Mom's coming out to do warfare because I'm going against that spirit of addiction, and that alcohol ain't going to mess with my baby. Those drugs ain't going to mess with my baby. Oh, no, I raised you up in church. I did not raise you up in church so that I can lose you to the streets of San Leandro. I got the fire and devil, we're fighting tonight. You might have gotten away with this for a moment, but tonight I'm getting in my war room called my prayer closet, and I'm fighting with supernatural weapons, baby. I'm fighting with spiritual weapons. Welcome everybody to the Revival Lifestyle Podcast, episode 63, and I'm telling you guys, I feel the fire. Let me get a one in the chat. I feel the fire so strong tonight. Tonight is going to be a breakthrough night for so many people. Have an expectation. Be on, I'm on the edge of my seat tonight. Be on the edge of your seat. I'm telling you right now, Bishop Wellington Boone has some revelation on eternity like no one else you've ever heard before. I'm not hyping it up. I'm telling you guys, tonight is going to be a divine night of breakthrough. There's never a point in our walks where God is finished in you. Always more work for him to do. Always more deliverance. Always more healing. And I want to challenge somebody to get on the potter's wheel tonight. Get on the potter's wheel. Get off your lazy boy. Get off the, the complacency. Get off the warming the Sunday morning pew and get on the surgery table of the Holy Ghost. And some of you, listen, you need to stop squirming around and let God work on you. You keep jumping off the operating table trying to do your own thing. You keep jumping off the potter's wheel and messing your life up. Tonight is the night where you're going to let the Holy Spirit do a super supernatural come on I feel it a supernatural work you know the Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is there is Liberty you know what Paul is saying Paul is not just talking about deliverance or freedom Paul is talking about religious Liberty he's saying listen you don't have to be crusty and dusty and dead and boring so many people come on our broadcast are like why are you so excited? And I'm thinking, why are you not excited? God is exciting. We are on here tonight to break the limits of religion. And here's the thing, y'all. Religion doesn't even know what to do with us. They don't know what to do with a young guy on here with blue lights in the background, preaching on the live stream, reaching thousands of people, a million people a week. And so we're just going to give religion a black eye. We're just going to get excited just to make religion mad because we are in a place tonight where God's spirit is going to move. And we're not going to bind up the Holy Spirit. We're not going to chain up the Holy Spirit. Too many of you have made yourselves a prison for the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost is wanting to break out. So I want to give, I want to say something you've probably never had anyone tell you. You don't have to be a bored Christian anymore. I give you permission tonight to stop being boring and to let God move you into a new place. So maybe we'll go an hour. Maybe we'll go two hours. Maybe we'll go three. We don't know, but we're going to be on the edge of our seat with an expectation. Now, if you're in this broadcast and you're just kind of like, I'll check it out when there's no expectation, I'm going to tell you what you'll receive tonight. Nothing. Don't expect to receive anything. I know I'm coming out the gate hot, but we got Bishop Boone on tonight, so his anointing's jumping on me. Don't expect to receive anything if you're not expecting God to 
to move. So I want you, as I ramp up the numbers here, we just broke 1,200. Let's get that up to the thousands here. I want you to have an expectation before we even start the broadcast. Lord, I want you to move in my family and I'm expecting you to move. I'm expecting my drug addicted son that's who knows where to call me tonight at the end of the broadcast and say, mom, I don't know what you've been doing, but an angel showed up to me and broke my bondage. Come on, let's believe. Stop believing for the rational and the life. Oh, I'm believing for a thousand dollars. Come on, you can go to work at Uber Eats for a thousand dollars. Stop believing for the rational and the logical and the stuff that you can do in your own effort and start believing God for the illogical. Who am I preaching to? Come on, where are you guys tonight? For the irrational, for the illogical and for the impossible that's what tonight is all about so with that being said let me know in the chat where you're watching from i know there's already people in here from south africa and it's three or four in the morning and they set their alarm let me just tell you guys as you type in where you're watching from if people are setting their alarm for three in the morning to be on this broadcast what type of hunger is god releasing in the earth where they're, they're in south africa three in the morning Alarm goes off and they get on the broadcast dead asleep to watch the move of God happening. So I see New Zealand, I see the UK, I see Arkansas, I see India, I see Sacramento, Texas, Kentucky, Illinois, Georgia, New Mexico, Japan in the house tonight. Jamaica, we always know Jamaica isn't strong tonight. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce that country, but welcome. Louisiana, Canada, always coming in strong. Texas, Las Vegas, New Jersey, Reading. Okay, you guys are breaking my screen here because you're typing too much. Miami in the house, Modesto in the house, Arizona in the house, Milwaukee, Stockton, Indiana, New Zealand. Thank you for being here. Australia, Hawaii, wish I was with you in Hawaii. Welcome, Crystal from Honolulu, Hawaii. Springfield, New York, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, Texas. All right, we got them calling in and dry, coming in from all over the place dominican republic welcome mexico you already know we love you half of my myself is mexican so i love you guys trinidad welcome mexico again man coming in strong tonight long island south africa trinidad welcome puerto rico oh come on we can't pronounce solomon islands i don't know where that's at but it sounds far so welcome from the solomon islands guyana welcome tonight man we got people all over the world i'm telling you puerto rico coming in strong i know lots of people are trying to evade their taxes and move to puerto rico so thank you for being here puerto rico south africa thank you for being here philippines we can't forget you guys welcome 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 excited that you guys are all here okay keep spamming the chat y'all are breaking my stuff because you typed so fast we had over twenty-eight thousand comments last week so you guys are just breaking the thing the the company that does my restream they wrote me they're like your your stream is keeps breaking because you got too many people commenting so we love it guys it's exciting let me give you a couple ways you can help number one share the broadcast if you're on facebook all right facebook is very very hard to reach people right now okay they've increased their algorithms they've done all this stuff so i just need you to hit the share button it's so easy to do it's the bottom left of your screen i've already done it so i'm not a hypocrite try it out i want you to try the share button some of you are afraid to hit the share button like what are my family going to think if they know i watch isaiah saldivar they might think you're a believer they might think you're radical so go ahead hit the share button don't be scared some of you are just you're too scared of the share button so i need you to go ahead press it, it won't cost you anything i promise your bank account won't hurt hit the share button now if you're on youtube come on you already know what i'm about to say i need you to hit the like button you're like why do you say this every week because there's new people every week hit the like button there's 1100 of you on youtube and there's only 460 likes so that means 600 of you have for whatever reason i don't know why you haven't hit the like button so i want you to break the like button tonight all right i want youtube to comment and say what's going on here you guys broke the like system so break the like button tonight and hit it hit it hit it hit it so we can reach more people i won't get nerdy on you but it helps with the algorithms all right as we just broke 1500 viewers everyone welcome 
Is this guy always talk this fast? Yes, I do, because you guys have an attention span of a goldfish. Thank you to TikTok for that. Okay, lastly, is by financially supporting, the links are on screen, and the links are in the description. If you become a monthly partner, what is that? That's that next level of commitment to the ministry. You'll get 70 sermons from me, not seven, 70, 70, 25% off the merch store. You'll get all the past partners calls, okay? There's like seven or eight now, and you'll get all the future partners calls, and plus, I'm rolling out some new stuff for monthly partners coming very soon. You'll hear all about that. But go ahead, don't be afraid. All right, all of you that drive a Tesla, become a monthly partner. You guys are partnering with Netflix, Hulu, Instagram, YouTube Red. I mean, you have a million monthly partnerships, Starbucks, um, Target. You monthly partner with all these places. Partner with the ministry. We're reaching a million people a week. With that being said, we actually did just get our award from YouTube. So this is directly from YouTube. Check this out. This is our 100,000 subscriber plaque. Look at that, look at that mirror. Isn't that shiny? It's a little dirty, I gotta wash it. But yeah, that's our 100,000 subscriber plaque. We just got this from YouTube. So excited about this. I'll hang it up somewhere. I don't know where, maybe on the back sound panel, but yeah, we're excited for all of you that are asking. It's here and it's awesome. So that's your guys' award there for 100,000 subscribers. Praise the Lord. Next is a million subscribers. We're going to hit that soon. A couple dates, guys, is June 5th and 6th, Peoria, Arizona. June 12th, San Jose, California. I also have dates coming out for Texas, New York, Southern California. I'm traveling. I'm preaching. We're reviving the church. We're training pastors, and we're taking the kingdom for the kingdom of God. We're taking territory. So we're taking it back from the enemy. We're not asking permission. We're not weak. We're not a stoic. We're not bored. We're not crusty. We're soldiers on the front lines. So I don't know where all my spiritual warriors and spiritual snipers are at, but we're special forces, all right? If you're in here and you're just looking for a 15-minute casual you're in the wrong place this is training for special forces the navy seals of god and so we're trying to get that high level we're not trying to see what little we can do for god and still be saved all right so guys go on the website find the dates tonight very special we have bishop wellington boone now let me tell you why bishop wellington boone is so special if you don't know bishop wellington boone is not only my spiritual father He's my spiritual father's spiritual father. So he's my spiritual father and my spiritual great, great, um, great, well, not great. He's my spiritual grandpa and my spiritual father. He's a mighty man of God. We've been together since 2012. I was preaching with Reinhard Bonnke at God TV um, at Rick Joyner's church, Morningstar in 2012. And he's on the board with Rick Joyner and he was there. And he came up to me after he said, we're going to run together. We're going to shake the world for Jesus. And we're going to be, we're going to be part, we're going to be partners. And I became one of his spiritual sons. He has spiritual sons literally all over the world. He has a fellowship of international churches. Now there's a lot of fake, let me just say this. There's a lot of fake bishops, fake apostles, fake apostles, fake pastors. Bishop Wellington Boone is a real bishop. He's an actual bishop over churches. If you don't know what a bishop is, he's over churches. He oversees many spiritual sons, and I'm one of those, and I'm excited to have him on tonight. He's a real father, a real man of God, me and Nino, my spiritual father. We love him so, so much. So buckle up, because some of you are just going to, you know, your religion's going to go out the window. You're going to have to put this in your religious pipe and smoke it, because the stuff he's going to tell you, stuff you've never heard before, buckle up. Without further ado, please help me welcome on Bishop Wellington Boone. Bishop, how are you doing tonight? Hello, Isaiah. This is great stuff already, man. I can see why so many people love listening to you because it's the truth. It's authentic. I can almost cry right now because your excitement isn't put on. You've been like this ever since I've seen you. And they, they've heard your testimony. But you know what? The test of the devil is doing nothing but building your testimony. So I, I want to thank God for you, though, because it's, it's awesome. And I do. I talk about you all the time. And it's not for the traditional reasons. I talk, you remember when did with the um, the Baptist, full gospel Baptist, young people there in Atlanta. And there were a thousand yeah. of them who came, but they didn't know you from anybody. 
here this little skinny guy looking like Latino looking guy that doesn't speak any Spanish coming in and hit them hard with the truth. And the sound system went out in about yeah. 15 minutes. And then they wanted you to go ahead and scream anyway. He said, nope, let's make an altar call right now. And when you made that altar call, the altar altars were packed with young, listen, black Americans. And you talked about all the nonsense they were doing right then. But when you made that altar call, the old people got offended, but the young people got embraced. They, they, they wanted legitimate. And I, I believe that that's one of the great things God's given you is when you were turned off about Christianity, really it wasn't about Christ or the Bible. It was about illegitimacy. Mm. So I know you have it as a passion being the real thing. And so I want to thank you for, for these years now, nine years, you haven't waned. It doesn't mean you haven't been challenged. It means you're keeping the heat up. And, and, and as I see it, the devil is on the defense. Come on. And that means that he's like when Jesus came uh, and that, that demonic group that have you come to torment us before the time. Now, I just believe that really it's the powers of darkness that fear you. Mm. And the challenge in people's hearts where they say, well, you know, he's challenging, he talks fast, you know, I really have to be committed. Mm -mm. It's about those spirits that's influencing those people to not want God, but the overpowering spirit of God that's in you is taking the powers of darkness by force. And it's obvious. And when people hear you talk, they know it's flowing. It's flowing like a river. It's not like just things you're just thinking about. This, this is real. This is flowing. Those people in that river, the numbers that show up in Facebook and YouTube and all this, this is just a result of this tsunami of the reality of God coming to them. And they're being taken. They really wanted the real thing. They just didn't know what it was. So now they found it. So I would say when you say to those people, you know, tell others about it, forward this. I don't know the terminology to use in this medium, but I feel like they couldn't have, they had to have the can't help it. I can't help but tell somebody, have you guys heard, have you seen this guy? Have you heard this guy? Would you look at this guy? I mean, you get, I mean, it's gotta be like that right now. And I believe that's what's happened is reality has broken the power of religion. So good, Bishop. And people want that. So good, Bishop. You know, I think about tonight what we're going to talk about eternity. And a lot of people saw me. I got radically saved. As you know, I was passionate. I was excited. And I heard this a million times. You're going to settle down. You're going to calm down. You're not going to be passionate in a few years. Now it's 10 years later. And I can honestly say, Bishop, I am more passionate May 18th of 2021 than I've ever been, than I ever was when I got saved radically or when I didn't sleep for three days or didn't eat for two weeks. And I'm believing we're building a community of soldiers, of warriors, as you just said, that are not going to be on fire for just one year or for just six months. But what is what is the 500 year plan? Like, what is the 100? I had, I had a pastor very well known I looked up to. He said, Isaiah, that's all great. You know, everything you're doing. He said, but what's your five year plan? And I said, pastor, with all due respect, I don't have a five year plan. I have a hundred year plan. I'm thinking about eternity. I'm thinking about, I'm considering the afterlife that Jesus said, anyone in me will go. live even after dying, you're going to live on. 
But here's the thing. We don't hear this much, Bishop. We don't hear. And this is why your message is so significant. And by the way, guys, I know we're having internet issues. Just pray because we're going to break through here. But Bishop, why your message is so relevant, why I wanted you to come on tonight is because so many leaders are not tackling the issue of eternity. Everything they're talking about is in the now dimension. The car right now, the job right now, the family right now, the house right now, the blessing right now, the ministry right now. And we're building ministries and monuments on today, but we're not looking at 100 150 years in eternity, a thousand years okay. into eternity, living in that eternal realm. You're exactly right. You know, I'm looking at a scripture right now, which I want to just like, it's, I'm being grabbed by the scriptures just like you in a, mm. in a way. And I'm screaming at old people. <laughs> Look, <laughs> no, seriously, because they have no business not being on fire mm. after having experienced God for decades. That's ridiculous. What is it? Counterfeit? And so I believe that we're still responsible for the culture and everything you're seeing going on out in the world, somebody's responsible for it. Wow. And it's a product of somebody's lack of communion with God. And they read, and, and it's a result of somebody's message. So if they sit there and listen to the news every day, and they sit there and listen to all these people lying to them, and they believe the lie, then their actions is a product of what they've allowed to come into them. And so when you look at it in God's, when he gets, when he calls us, when, when history is wound up, what's he going to say to us? Is he going to say those, whatever, those political people, those business people, those educational people? No, he left disciples. So I would say my talk today, living life with eternity in view, is to disciples, those people who, under, who not just understand, but they're in it. You're in the live stream of it. So they got this thing called live stream, but this is the life stream mm. of God. And so most think of revival as a meeting, but every one of those revivals, I mean, I could go through a catalog of them from the Welsh revival and the effect of it. This young 19 year old boy, I can go through, you know, some of the more recent revivals for Asbury or Pensacola, and even the greatest one since Pentecost, when you think about Azusa Street, but they're all ended. Wow. And, and what you understand about that is it was, God wasn't just trying to revive the church and awaken the world. He was trying to bring us into the life of God so we would flow in that all the way to heaven. So that when we walk out of this world into the next world, we would say, exactly. Wow. Because we're already in the flow of the next world while in this one. I mean, that's the basic Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven, not as it's going to be in heaven, but as it is already. So we're walking in the flow of the reality of that, and nothing in the earth is a valid challenge to us. We're called to dominate, right, right from the very beginning. So I want to just look at something. In Luke 10, 18, it says, and he said unto them, because in verse 17, I'm reading out of the King James Version, it, they said, the disciples, 70 had sent out. He had sent out, um, you know, the 12 before that. And he says, and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Now, this simply means that while these guys as disciples were on the earth, they went up into the eternal dimension, into the heavenlies, where the devil was hanging out. and restricted what he did and threw him out of the places where he was illegal. 
Now this, this is no joke. This is really what happened. Now, what's important about that is, that's exactly what happened when you look at Isaiah 14, every body that's been in a disagreement with God, he doesn't tolerate their presence. And this is exactly what happened to Lucifer in the heavens in Isaiah 14. And it, it asks a question, verse 12, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? See, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? See, and so that's a valid question. How are they? And he says this, for thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into the heavens. So look, so he didn't verbally say it. He was being dealt with by God looking right in him. <laughs> and said, you said this, what? You said this, in your, mm, I see, I see, mm, I saw that. You saying that in your heart? So he was being dealt with by not what he had demonstrated outside of what was going on inside of him. And, and, but, but salvation is of the heart. It's in the eternal dimension. The, the, being born again, that's where you're born into that world. But I'm telling you, that's where everything, I want to say this to those of you listening, but everything that Jesus did came from the resources of the eternal dimension. And while we call it a miracle, a sign, a wonder, and all that, that's just the world he's from. And that's just how he lives. He doesn't tolerate nonsense. And anything that doesn't agree with his dad is nonsense. And he restricted the devil, broke their power because they had no authority. But, but look at this. He says, Thou hast said in that, for thou hast said in that heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mountain of the congregation in the sides of the north. If you look at that, you're talking about Lucifer going above God? You mean, okay. When you get there, what are you going to discover? Why? Because you don't understand that dimension. Because he's the uncreated, you are the created. You are a time-space being. You, you are a Lucifer, yes, but God made you. But God was never made. He always was. How are you going to deal with somebody like that? The power that God has doesn't have a beginning. And the power that he demonstrates doesn't have a finish to it. So, but, but Lucifer, he was restricted anyway. So you were thrown down. You're going to throw God down. Well, you do something with him then. No, these things could be dealt, you can be dealt with. God cannot be dealt with. That's why it's called almighty. Now, those of us born of God has in them that substance. Meaning that the devil is no match for you because you're born of God. He was created by God. So that means he is a being that is defined by the one that made him. But if he tries within himself to gain some knowledge beyond what God gives him, that's nonsense. Because he doesn't know how to get to it. God has to open up a portal for him to get the knowledge beyond what he, he made him to know. And God is the only one that is unlimited in what he understands. But he made us, being born of God, I want, I'm really getting ahead of myself on this, being born of God, we came from a realm that can't be defined by language. Because when you look at the scripture in, Isaiah, in Genesis, right, right away it says, in the beginning, God. That means God was already there. 
In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. That means he was already there before he created the heavens and the earth. So whatever language he made Adam to speak, he, God transcended that language. So God, you ask, well, what language will we speak in the next world? Well, language is a created entity. God just knows. And therefore, in, in any language, he would understand why. Because he's the creator of language and, but beyond that, he's the creator of understanding. And so you can't understand, and that's why it says when you see him, you'll be like him. Well, we not only will be like him when we see him, we're born of him now. We're just underdeveloped. See, so I, I, so I want to I want to I want to work this some more because this is huge. What happened to Lucifer? Because he says, "Look, so you said in your heart, I will ascend into the heavens. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the south of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. How are you going to do that, knucklehead? <laughs> How are you going to be like the Most High? The truth of the matter is, by the fact that we're born again, we're of then the genetic order of the eternal." Meaning, you and I are of God. Angels, archangels, seraphims, cherubims, they'll always serve a believer. Watch, though, to the degree that you grow into your birthright. Now, the reason that that's important, because in, in Galatians it says, if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Now, he's talking about the genetic father of a person being born again, but coming under that Abrahamic uh, Jewish understanding, but it, but but that understanding is eternal. And because the next verse in chapter four of Galatians it says, but an heir, as long as he's a child, given nothing from a servant. So you can be an heir in a royal family, but act below the level of your birthright and never be able to have the inheritance. Why? Because you can't handle the inheritance. And I believe that's the issue right now of the church. They're saved from hell, but they live below the level of their birthright. Case in point is right now what's going on with COVID. See, in other words, what believers have allowed is for COVID to restrict what the word is eternally. Like, like he says, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Well, they say, well, that's, I may, I may get it if I lay hands on it. They think that's the issue of gifting. No, no, no. Laying hands on the sick is the issue of holiness. It's not even the issue of birthright now because you can be born again. And like scores of people are born again. They're not touching nobody with COVID. Jesus touched leopard, which you're clearly going to get it. A woman with the issue of blood touched him. He celebrated. Who touched me? He, you know, he touched lepers. Why? Because in the human construct, the dirty, if I have a white shirt on and you have dirty hands with black on it, if you touch my white shirt, you're going to, that black is going to come off on my white shirt. But in the eternal construct, if I'm white clean, if I touch the dirty, the clean makes the dirty clean. The dirty doesn't make the clean dirty. That's exactly what happened when Jesus came. Jesus was sent down by the Father as holy. He came down and came into the hearts of dirty people and made dirty people clean. The dirty people didn't make him dirty. 
And that's the thing he's given us. So when we lay hands on COVID, we're not going to get COVID. We don't stop church. <laughs> we're going to come to church. He said, take not the assemblies of yourselves together. If two of you will agree as touching, you touch. Greet each other with a holy kiss. I mean, all of that is available and say, you're going you're gonna to get some, ah! No, man, you're nonsense. You're not holy. You don't get it. And you, you're the ungodliness is holiness lived out. Why? Wow, you live like God by birthright. You live like God. And so you're not scared of anything. You're not intimidated. And, and, and the thing that you got to understand you're not afraid of is death, hell, and the grave. So the reason you're not afraid of to die is because you already have died. And by, by one spirit, are you all baptized into Christ? That's death. Being born again, bat, baptized by water, that's death. Baptism of the Holy Ghost, that's death. And Jesus destroyed death, hell, and the grave. Communion is death. Marriage is a death covenant. Why don't you get a divorce? Because what you said to your wife was a marriage done by a preacher, but confirmed by God. Till death does do part. Not divorcing you, woman. Because you were the level when I got you from your daddy and your mother's house. I wanted to spend my life with you. Now you've been with me 10 years, like I said, been with me 10 years. You're not going to be less than your mom and daddy that you've been with me. I'm telling you, got my name now. So you got my name, you've been with me 10 years. You're going to be the same as with your daddy. Your daddy took you to the level and your mama to where I saw you. Now you've come into the destiny of what God has given me. And the latter house is greater than the former. Well, that's what a daddy and a mama wants. They were thinking that when she married you and like with any man, that their, her life was going to be better. And that's what they want. They want you to not only just have children, they want to see you succeed. They want to see you blessed. That's what they want because they're parents. Well, where did that come from? That came from God. That's exactly what Jesus says. The works that I do shall you do also and greater. What's he saying? I'm fathering you into the level God's ordained you to be before the foundation of the world. And these other ones right here that's in disagreement with me, like right here, I've got to stop reading it because you can read the rest of it yourselves. People look, he kicked him out of heaven. And all of the ones that agreed with the devil and disagreed with God, God, you can't stay in his presence. He kicked them right out of there. You're not going to stay in my presence being in disagreement with me. You're done. So then he comes down there to the garden. You can get, you can read it in Genesis 3, talks to the woman, talks to the man, and God has given the man authority. The angel, the devil was a fallen archangel without the favor and backing of God. Adam was creating the image of God with a, an assignment and a metron. He, he was to be the leader of the whole earth, but he had to start it out in the garden. The devil comes in and talks to his woman, talks against God. Look, he, you, Adam should not have tolerated him in his presence. You, Because why? Adam didn't have to think to know. Nobody could train him. He didn't have to be taught. He was made in the image of God. He knew exactly what was going on. And that's what it said in 1 Timothy chapter 2. And, the, and Adam was not deceived. How are you going to deceive a man without sin in his life, made in the image of God? He knew exactly what was going on. But he didn't exercise his authority there. And so what God had to do, since Adam didn't kick the devil out, God had to kick Adam out of the garden. <laughs> you don't handle the presence of God right. Don't worry, you're not going to stay in it. He is not going to tolerate you being in disagreement with him 
in his presence. So all the nonsense is going on about this subjective reasoning and amorism where you don't, you're not, you don't know whether what's God was not, you doubting God. No, no, don't worry, you, you're done. So if you look at the progression of that, now now watch this. So you see, now the Lord reaffirmed himself in terms of the destiny of God in Adam, but look, so he he comes to Adam three times, asked him three questions. Adam didn't answer any of them. So here's the great problem with Adam. God comes down after he sinned because he's the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So God, there was mercy in the Godhead. Hey, people, am I rushing out there too much for you? Come on, stay with me. So he's the lamb slain. So there was mercy in the Godhead. So God said, if you eat off this tree, you're going to die. But when he eats off the tree, of course, most theologians say he died spiritually. But look, there was an opportunity for him. What? In the questions God asked him. God asked him three questions. Adam didn't answer either of them right. Here was the point. Adam never said, I'm sorry. Guess what? His son, Cain and Abel, asked him five questions. Cain, after killing his brother, asked him five questions. Guess what he never did? He never said, I'm sorry. Guess what his wife never did? Said, I'm sorry. So God judged Adam, judged his wife, didn't ask the serpent no questions, just slammed him. <laughs> you're going to your belly, buddy. You're going to eat the dust. No questions, no opportunity to repent. All your work. I did you in up there in the heavenlies. I just read that to you in Isaiah 14. So now the man should have himself, if God didn't tolerate him in heaven, the devil, Adam shouldn't have tolerated him in the earth. Now, since you asked me about this, let me go ahead and just answer that for you then. So in the next world, what are you gonna do there? So you're gonna go to heaven. What are you gonna do there? What's the plan of God for the eternal life that you're going to have? Now, I'm going to go into more of the details of that in a minute. But let me just, so some of the young people like, you know, hey, Isaiah says this. He says, let me have to laugh at it. He says, people looking at, at the uh, networks, these are people like 70 and older or something. But people listening to what we're talking about, they're 20 and younger. So you would get this question. If you're going to have eternal life, what is God's assignment for you in the next world? So look, if you're born again, you already have eternal life. So you're going to live forever. So the issue is, what are you going to do? So let me ask you a, a, a crunch time question. Will God let born again believers be over planets? Okay. Like Mercury, you know, Mars, like what? What's my answer to that? He's already done that. What do you mean he's already done that? Adam. God created him to be over the whole what? Earth. What's the earth? A planet. One man was already ordained by God to be over the whole planet. And then God said, repopulate it. He makes this woman, union of the marriage bed. Now, guess what? One man and his wife populated the earth. God brings man into existence by speaking the word. God let the man and his wife have the union of the marriage bed, and he allows for conception. But listen to this. How did Adam do with the planet? <laughs> You're over the whole planet house through your progeny, through your children. Because why? Conception is of God. John 1, okay? 
There's not anything made that was made. That all came from Jesus, okay, who is God. So, okay, so how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> not very well. Why? Because when you read uh, Acts 17, 26, he's made of one blood all nations. So what are you saying? We all came from the Adamic seed, but also we came from the Adamic failure. So what do you got? So Adam's failure is actually our nonsense. That's what you got. This is what. Now, so let me just deal with you for a minute. But what was Adam and his wife called in terms of how we look at it today? It's called a home. So out of the union of the marriage bed, everything you see out in the world comes from a home. So guess what? Every family or every home is a world. What do you mean? Because that's how he makes everything. After Genesis 1 and 2, everything else that's in the earth came by what came inside of a man. It came from the invisible. What was in his mind, what he thought about, God allowed him to be able to bring it into manifestation. But it came from the invisible realm. And so look, so what you got is Adam's failure became the failure of mankind. Now watch this. So God then, even though Adam was made to live forever, God said, okay, I can't let him live any more than a thousand years. And so that's what you got. Methuselah, the oldest man. But then God says, they're, too, they're still nonsense. They're doing nonsense. So what does he do then? He said, I only have one man that's, that's going to obey me. One man is righteous. Who was it? Noah. He, he has to then take out the whole creation. Why? Because they weren't in agreement with him. They weren't on assignment. They weren't about the creative purpose. That They thought that God was about them rather than they being about God which is what the issue is right now. And so I talked to some of my kingmaker women recently, and I said, give me some testimonies. And their testimony was all about what Isaiah was saying earlier, what God, God just came through with me. I just got my house, my, this is better. This thing is, I got the promotion I needed. Oh, I got reconciliation. That's all about you, knucklehead. <laughs> Jesus came to fulfill the will of his father and to help us. His life was not about himself at all. It's all about the father. So, so what do you got? So Noah then becomes the progeny of the one family. Look, after him though, God only allowed man to live 120 years. What's he dealing with? I can't tolerate your level. So I'm restricting your lifespan. <laughs> Tearing you, I'm not playing with you. Then he goes further in Psalm 90, what, 91, 92? He says, now you're going to get three score and 10. If by reason of strength, four score. Now you only get 80 years. What is all of this? I can't, mm -mm. I can't handle your business. I cannot handle you living even in my presence. So you're calling for the presence so people don't understand. that when you call for the presence of God, it's either going to call exhortation or limitation. And he judges the heart. And so too much is given, much is required. Now I can go through LA, which is, you're down there in California, Isaiah, but LA has some of the greatest revivals, you know, in the history, but what? Who had some of the greatest challenges with the pandemic? Too much is given, much is required. You go up north, you go to Tacoma, Washington, you're up there near Seattle, 
up there you had what? John G, you had John G. Lake, the healing rooms, mighty moves of God. What do they get? They got a mayor that's nonsense and all kind of craziness going on. I mean, I can take you right on across Chicago, John Alexander Dowie. You got D.L. Moody. Too much is given, much is required. God, uh, you, you don't have the covering. You don't have the righteousness, the holiness to withstand the evil. And the voice, what should be voices from God in those places are nothing but echoes. They're not voices, they're just echoing what somebody else got. You, you can go, you, I can go on numbers of say New York City from what Finney did in Rome, New York, Rochester, New York. What happened in the 1857 Great Awakening? What, what you won't do by revelation, you will do by tribulation. So what are they, what's going on in New York? This pandemic, you got a non, they got a nonsensical governor. The financial, that's the financial Babylon. Sure it is. God's holding you accountable, but hardly anybody's saying that all this stuff is going on. The new world order has to do with the disorder of the body of Christ. And God is holding accountable. And guess what? They're running, hiding in their houses and justifying it. They're saying, you know, they're saying that lay hands on the sick. That's the internet. Okay, sure. Okay, go ahead then. Well, Satan, I'm assuming just together. That's what I was just on. I was just talking to somebody. That's online, huh? <laughs> that is that craziness. That's craziness. But yes, God will use redemptively stuff that's not having vi happening vitally. You think God didn't know about this? I can go right on down the Trail of Tears, Oklahoma, the hurricanes, the tornadoes, Florida. The 1877 compromise with South Carolina, Florida, Louisiana. These are, these are violations of God, that God, his delays of judgment is not his denial of it. But what's the reason for deliverance? What's the reason for healing? Well, what, what's the reason for miracles, signs, and wonders? There are portals into a new dedication. Because what's going to last forever it's not your gifting. Gifting is a redemptive construct. All the gifts of the spirit. You think a believer in the next world is going to have gifts of the spirit? <laughs> Get out of here. You're born of God. You're going to, you can operate in anything necessary to deal with anything that comes against you. And the Bible says in Ephesians, says you're sealed in the Holy Ghost. You grow into a place. God is making you a new body. That new body is going to accommodate your new growth level. And your assignment is going to be according to what you've grown into. So if you got a counterfeit relationship, I mean, you, you look, you can just you can break it all the way down right now. I, I mean, I'm screaming at you. I got lots of scriptures I want to holler at you about. But you, you think about it now. You, you look at the church, and you've been in these churches. I've seen you in them, and you say, "Well, is this the body? Is this heaven?" <laughs> so you see, in other words, these people in this building right here. If you translate them right into heaven, is that what heaven gonna look like? Just like these people. And almost all of them say, well, I don't know. I don't think so. I got some issues on that. Then, well, maybe you're not it. Maybe then there's somebody else way more serious than you because you won't get serious. And when you start looking at how people pray, I got with me a, um, one of my books that I have with me right now is called My Journey with God. But Isaiah, this is one I would say, you know, it, it, I mean, look, you, you got to go through it. 
um, one university, Regent University, Regent University, which asked me to want to make this into a part of the curriculum for the School of Divinity, hasn't happened yet because it has to be written out. Has a thousand footnotes in here, but what I what I also have in here is the ability. Watch this to know what to do for personal all night prayer. Because one has to cultivate an intimacy with God in private. Because, because really in reality, what a man is in private is what he is in God. And here in, in, in Luke 10 is also, I mean, it, no, it's not Luke, Luke 6, I believe it is, where the Lord's continued all night in prayer. Yeah, verse 12, Luke 6. It says, and it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Now the average person probably wouldn't know, even Christian, they don't, they don't do it privately. They usually call into a corporate thing. But when you think of every one of the great men that you know in the Bible, all of them through a private encounter with God, like what you had. You were going up, I mean, I, I, I will never forget it, going up to the altar cursing God. But when God hit you, he knocked the devil out of you. And then you went with a going for with God. Like you said, praying in tongues for three days. And then Nino had to come down there with you to get you to take a shower. <laughs> and eat and all this. And it went, went. But look, but this, so whatever you were prior to that encounter was not a permanent state of being and not a real challenge for God. So God usurped all the thinking and brought them captive. That was outside of what he wanted for your destiny and brought you into a destiny and made you dedicated. And then, I mean, unfortunately, you're over there where they couldn't even accommodate your praying with, your, with the people that came around you half the night. You couldn't even stay and be in the building till midnight. And they were about all... And, and yet God, Jesus becomes, he says, he's the author and finisher of our faith. That means every serious believer has to understand what are the things that cultivate a divinity where you become divine, not just saved, but consecrated. You got to do things that other believers aren't doing. You can't do what masses do and lead them. You, you got you to learn how to cultivate an intimacy with God that that cost something gather the saints them that made a covenant with me by sacrifice you can never get anywhere strong with god around convenience it has to be done around sacrifice see and so i got a personal all-night prayer what to do the first hour second hour third hour it's right here see fourth hour fifth hour sixth hour seven hours you know that means you can start at 11 o'clock and go to six but by yourself. So I'm down here, I'm over here in a, in a, in a, in, in a, I don't know if any of them are looking, Isaiah, but I do want Joaquin to get you uh, over here because I believe still it'll add to what's going on. Now there's a killer over here, he's 53. His name is Joaquin Molina, these are all, now they've asked me to come over here and they said, I don't want you to take what God's given you to the grave. So would you come here for a year and teach in our church, and because we want that revelation. There are, there are no African-Americans in that church. They're all Latinos. 
And he got about, I think he said there about 2,000 families. I don't care what the number is. So that's what he did. So he did that. I came here, just been here now, less, a little less than two weeks. And we, I said, well, when do you want me to minister? He says, the first Sunday of every month. And then they have a men's meeting on Mondays, do the men's meeting. So at first, I, he said Sundays. I, I was going, I was willing, whatever. So he said the first Monday, because, you know, you can't let somebody come take over the church and you get it by revelation. You haven't talked to your wife. You haven't talked to your leaders. You haven't talked to the church. Some brother. <laughs> but he was open because he was hungry and he was open. He's an attorney. His daddy is a, is a brain surgeon. His brother is a psychiatrist. His other brother's a dentist. These are kind of elite kind of people, but they're hungry, Isaiah. They're hungry and they're following. He's written a book called What is a Man? And he's, he's killing it. I got, I got to give him credit. He's killing it. So look, so I said, well, what about Wednesday? So that means, so I do Sunday morning, two services. Monday night, I give him a break on Tuesday and then I do Wednesday. So that's the first. So then, but he said, if you're going to be here, what about every Monday? <laughs> but that's how they are. They're like that. They're greedy like that. So I'm unloading on them things like I'm talking to you about, but I still got to look. I know that gradualism builds credibility. I, I'm unloading. And when you start dealing with Jesus's messages, you say, well, you, this is, he was too deep. Stop it. It's the spirit that quickens. He had to say that to him in John 6. The flesh profits nothing. Understanding is not of the head. Understanding is of the heart. And let's say scores of people, I'm not getting this bishop. You know, he's right too deep for me. Stop it. It's ordained for you to be online right now. It's ordained for you to get this. There's something happening down inside of you that's putting a substance there to withstand everything that's going on right now. And, and so the reason that the governors say, wear the mask and, and all these people, and these city mayors say, wear the mask, all this, because they're getting their word from people who are nonsense. What they're really proving right now is that the people that's supposed to be from the CDC and all these other people that the doctors and science, they don't know now. They're still trying to figure out whether or not it happened in a in China, in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a chemical lab. They're still, they're, that, those are on the news, they're discussing it, right? You mean you don't know? <laughs> you, you don't know? So you, wait a minute, you got all these restrictions, you don't know where it came from. And then they're dealing with right now whether or not the Olympics should be held in China. They're saying that when Russia did what that nonsense with doping, they totally banned them from the Olympics for like two Olympics or something like that. I don't remember exactly how long. So these people put out a, a, um, a, a virus on us and we're not, we're afraid to do anything. Oh my father, why? Because the courage of the nation comes from the heart of the church. If the church don't have a crunch time mentality, if it runs on the messaging, of people that are not close to God, then you'll find that the whole nation itself is in confusion. And when you look around at it right now, you're seeing it. So right now, here you got a young 29 year older out here having to scream at people and tell them what the truth is because they can't hardly find any voices out in the mainstream. And then what I did this past weekend though, <clears throat> is I looked at uh, televangelists, just to listen to what they were saying. Almost all of them were about your comfort, not your consecration. 
They're all trying to get God to let you know God's going to come through for you in this world when this world is all going to be consumed and you with it. This world and nothing in it is worthy of you. You are an eternal being. You, you, are, you are made to, to be taught by God through the power of the Holy Ghost for the sake of ruling and reigning with him in the next world as you grow. So this is the point. One of my daughters over there, Saim um, uh, Homini, over there, he has the, um, the prayer mountain over there at, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, at um, Tommy Barnett's church, Phoenix First. So he's got the mountain. He's a dedicated. He's one of the old ones like you, but, you know, like in his 50s. But his wife, Cynthia, makes the statement, God doesn't always say no. He says grow. And the reason that you can't say yes, all the promises of God are yeah and amen. But for you, it's no. Why? Because if he gives you a yes, you're going to be nonsense with it. So he's just saying grow. And I believe that's, that's what he's saying right now. And I believe God has you on there, bringing in all those disciples, talking to all these people right now, having you with the passion, like you said, you're growing. I mean, here I am, 72, and I'm still, look, I'm, every, look, I'm still, look, <laughs> I got to laugh about it, though. I'm saying, I said it to him last night. I did a meeting last night. I said, I haven't stopped anything that God would have me do since COVID. They had to tell me no for me not to come wherever there's a demand for the truth. And I'll cast out that spirit of fear and open up a city if it's, if it's open to it. Well, why? Because our place that the reason you're having such an impact is because you're talking from the perspective of heaven and from being seated with him in heavenly places. And that seat is a place of authority. You think that seat is Jesus is on the right hand of God sitting down? <laughs> that's, that's a human construct. He's talking about being in a favorite place with the Father as the Son of Man. But he is busy right now, and if nothing else, dealing with your nonsense of the, of the audience, see? So I got 11 pages, Isaiah. Uh, you know, of stuff right here. And those that would come online and give you just a seat, just believe in you. I got 11 pages on what I've been talking about, front and back. I had marked out yellow. You got to get these notes. I have outlined. My editor did this for me. So these things, amazing things about why God had to limit mankind while they're growing. And so part of what I was just saying in terms of all that, so when I read that scripture, I saw the Satan fall or lightning from the ground. Those disciples got a hold of the transformation that Jesus wanted and restricted Satan the way that God restricted them in the heavens. Now the disciples were doing it in the earth. And then Jesus said to them, this is what I want you to do as my disciples. In my name, I want you to cast out devils. Why? Because you're going to demonstrate that anybody that's in a disagreement with you, you're going to bring them in alignment and bring the order of God down into the earth and encourage scores of people to become disciples for his glory and for others' good. And I believe that's just what you're doing right now. So, again, I want to underscore they can get these 11, these 11 pages of notes. And I, I, I want them to have it. 
And then therefore they can meditate on these scriptures and understand. I think it'll some of what I said will jump out at them when they're able to meditate the scriptures. These are scriptures and I have some commentary, you know, not a lot, but it's enough for them to say, oh, wow, well, I can see this. So I, I, I told Miss Ellenwood right before you and I came on, I told Miss Ellenwood to get ready to make it available. So if you tell her how to make it available so she they can get it directly from you, that, that's gonna be great uh, for it to happen that way. I, I wanna say to you, and I, I'm really, you know, I can go on for hours and hours, but I want to say to you, I want to thank you a thousand times for being. This is this is my, this is my satisfaction. This this I I, I love bragging rights. Mm, come on, I'm, I'm just saying right now. Any dad want to talk about his son? If he doesn't, he's nonsense. Wow. And thank you for giving me bragging rights. I mean, I, I I'm gonna, I love you hitting it. I I, I love talking about the impact God's allowing you to have and crossing, calling out those nations like that. And then you're saying, dad, I want to get you out there more because you need to get out there. Hey, look, I can get some of the, some of the people and look, some of the old people, some of them need to be awakened. I'm sorry. Come, I didn't on. Laugh. Come on. And some of the other people, the traditional people and all this stuff going on in black lives matter. I've been talking about conflict resolution for over 30 years. My first book called breaking through was on reconciliation. Really, it's not racism, Isaiah. It's respect of persons. Wow. With God, there is no respect of persons. And so people that do that are outside of the nature of God because he's the creator of all the races. And I was saying to a bunch of people, I was online yesterday, last night in that church, but I was saying to the Black Americans, if there's some listening to me, look, God is the author of life. And whatever pigmentation that you might have, whatever nation you're born in, he could have had you born rich. He could have had you born, you know, white. You could have been American. You could be, you know, of these wealthy families. But he said no. But however you came into the earth, it's not a hindrance to what God wants to fulfill through your life. And so if you keep it between you and God, if you understand that life is about what God wants out of your life, not what's going on in your life, it's hugely important that you are amazing by a birthright. And God, I'm just saying, this is really true. I'm not being, you know, coy with you, but God doesn't know how to create mediocre. He can't do average. You got to do average by yourself. <laughs> and you got to listen to the devil to do that. So, but God is raising up sons and daughters right now. Again, I want to say it, like you, that's time enough for all the stuff that's going on right now. And the Lord spoke to you in advance about this, and I, I want to say it in your behalf, because you've said it. He told you to get ready for this, for social media, and showed you how to do it. And then he said he's going to shut down the churches. Who would have thought that a, that a virus that's not even legitimate? You don't even hear anybody dying. I mean, a year ago, 80,000 people, 60,000 people died of the flu. Year before that, 80,000 died. Now nobody's dying of it. Why? Because they're making it all COVID. I mean, some of it is nonsense. And you are listening. And some of the, the poorest people are the ones that 
God's going to hold us accountable for because they, all they think they have is to believe those who are rich. And he's not talking about rich financially, but rich in terms of knowledge, in terms of access. All those people in these mediums that ignore God. Now, some of them, as I will say to you, I'm, I want to reach them. I want, I'm not talking about reaching my ear. I want to go to them, talk to them face to face. Now, I'm old enough to be able to talk to the, all those guys. And if you'll note, almost all of these major, you look at the top billionaires, but look at the top ones right now that, that are, are in the news. Almost all of them can't keep their marriages together. You can build a company, but you can't build a wife. I mean, you can't build a family. Do you know how much your children are hurt at the two of you not staying together? And now here's a challenge. You didn't have one person that you felt you could go to, to fix it. Because they so admired your money and not what you were supposed to be in the creation of God. And I wanna say, if some of you are close to some of those leaders and you listening to me right now, listen, I will fly and traverse land and sea to come to see any of those leaders that you know what I'm talking about. I mean, some of them, I mean, one of the main ones that's in the news right now, I mean, we started a car company, what, what is that? And all these media gurus, you know, what are you doing? And then the internet people, that they're out there. What are you doing, man? You want to start over with another woman? What is it, sex? You don't understand what that is now? You don't understand that the union of relationship, relational equity, the value of having a unified relationship with the principles of God as the foundation, you can get better than that. Show me better than that there. See? And that is what will take you into the next world. And God says, you can have heaven in this world, but not outside of me. So all these actors and athletes and all this, I mean, look, you're tattooed down, some of you, okay? So you don't, you need identity, you want it. I mean, I'm not blaming you, because somebody failed you. I'm saying that if you want somebody to help you, in the process of life, and you're a leader, you you might be a billionaire. I don't care. And what these billionaires? I know I know a few of them. And even Joaquin down here, I'll tell you this, um, Isaiah. He had a couple billionaires in his church, and they wanted to help him out financially. He said no. He says because you didn't come here for to help me out. You came here to get help. That's what he said. And then uh, two years later, I came back. I said, what happened? Did billionaires, they, did, you, did they finally get it together? He says, no, they're not disciples. He says, some of, they're still there. He says, I still won't take any money from them because they're still doing business more than, with man, with their, with their money and their company than they are with God. So I'm not going to take any money from them. It's a wrong message. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I got some people like that. I mean, I got somebody I got to go see right now over there in Texas. Uh, they're a billionaire. And, but I, I, I talked with them before and they said they can't trust anybody because they think that the people come around them is all about their money. Well, that particular person took them 12 days to reach me. And they said, you're harder to reach than the president when they finally got me. Because you think that I should have called you back because you had money. 
No, I was busy. I was busy. He goes, why? Your money ain't worth anything in the realm I'm in. In the realm I'm in, humility and long-suffering and meekness and loving kindness and tender mercy. See, these things are eternal values. And those things God defined. But money, man defines that. That ain't worth nothing. That won't make it to the next world. But those four or five things I just mentioned to you, love, that, that'll make it to the next world. Mercy, loving, that'll make it to the next world. You got to cultivate what is forever. And the great challenge of your life right now is you may not know what that is. What is in your life that when time is no more, it still will be there? Now, let me just give you a couple of things that's not. Number one, your marriage. It's not an eternal construct. And Jesus said that to the Pharisees, Christ, Sadducees, and elders. He says, when they asked him the question, because they didn't believe in the resurrection, whose wife should she be? He says, neither. Wow. You do err not knowing the scriptures. And there are tons of people in that category that they don't understand that in the next world, it won't be you in relationship with a woman if you're a man or, or if you're a woman. That's not how creation works. So let me ask you this. I asked you earlier, would you be over a planet? Mm. So let me go further then. Let me ask you this. Will there be new life forms? <laughs> Go ahead, Bishop. They're not ready. They're not ready see? for this, Bishop. They're not ready for this. See, see what I'm saying here? But see, when God says, "Be ye imitate," when the Bible says, "Be ye imitators of God as dear children," what you do is you put a human construct on it. You think imitating God is laying hands on the sick if you do that, or talking to somebody about Jesus and they get born again. But no, imitating. If you look at that word clearly, what that word is, that means you'll be able to do what God did from the foundation of the world. You not only have life, you, you will be able to create it. But even right now, the life of people coming into the world, that comes from you. God's the author of it, but when there's union of the marriage bed, whose life? Why does that kid look like you? <laughs> Why does it have your attitude and your tone? Why does that little girl look like you? Because God allowed his life to get inside of you and therefore, he allowed you to bring forth life. But the life you have in God, the born-again life, is a life that, was, that predated God making man. So when God said, be imitators of God, he's talking about that ability. Because all you got to do is read it, what it says. Look at, if you want to look up definitions, look up definitions. <laughs> God is not trying to get you to do what Jesus did because he already did a finished work. Now he's trying to get you to be like him, whom he did for no, then he also did ordain to be conformed to the image of his son. That, that's Romans 8, 29. Well, what level? Image of Jesus? Exactly. So you got to look at that. That's why the reason it may not be a prize to you, you want to be like, I, I was over in Germany. Again, I was with a billionaire. And he was following Warren Buffett's economic plays. In other words, half of his library were books about Warren Buffett. And this guy owned a, one of the largest publishing empires. And, and so and he was putting half of his portfolio. And then now his son is running the company. He just did benevolence. So, but half of his money he trusts Buffett 
to turn that money. See? Now, so he admires. Now he's a Christian. I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not going to say he's not. He's a Christian. I, I believe he is a Christian. But he's chosen following after somebody who knows what to do with money, not what to do with life. See? He's, he wants to be close to a man. And God says, I'm a, I want you to be close to the one that created man. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. And now I didn't ask him for anything, but he had an opportunity to say, I, I own the vehicle that could get you all over Europe. He didn't take advantage of it. I, I was looking for it sometime. I waited in his office for half the day, and then we walked around for about two hours. And because he walks every evening and he wanted to talk to me privately. And, um, and then I walked with another guy who is a, a guru event who is now over um, the evangelical, the, the global evangelical church. Uh, I, I don't have the name exactly right, but his name is Schumacher. And uh, we were together, we were together. So these are still a couple of guys who if they saw what I'm saying, they said, I got to get this to the whole world. I need, why? Because my, from ghetto and gutter by background, this understanding of the eternal restructured my life so that no one can ever put me down now. You couldn't, I mean, that Black Lives Matter nonsense, I mean, that's nonsense. Why is it nonsense? Because anybody that has to be told that their life matter is disconnected from God. But once you're connected to God and you know that God brought you into this world, then to say that your life didn't matter is to say that God made a life that wasn't worth anything. That was more of an indictment against God than an indictment against you. So that people can call me black, nigger, all that, you know, uneducated, ignorant. You, you, don't, you don't have any moral authority. You have no authority over me. So I'm not going to defend myself on somebody who's nonsense. So I want, to, I want all of you listening to me right now. See, you, so you are so amazing. And that God brought you into the company of amazement. That's why you're on this line. That's why you're listening. Because you're good ground for what this man is telling you. And, and, and so he's saying, you are becoming something that's going to, that is spreading right now. The shares that you do, that's because you're saying, oh, this is amazing. I need to share this with somebody. Because why? You are becoming what you're sharing. And it's the DNA of that dedication level on this man of God that's going out to the whole world. So revival is transformational. Listen to me, people. Revival is transformational. Revival is not just being inspired at a certain time. It's what you're becoming, and you're becoming so awesome, you'll never go back to that other person. That's the spirit of what's being put out right now. Wow. And so, so what happens is you are growing so much that God is all the whole time restructuring your body. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, if you shed this earthly tabernacle, you have a tabernacle made without hands eternal. So God is making, he's making you right now with this. God is making you. So as you grow, oh, it's more light, oh, more light. Oh, more glory, more glory. Why? Because as you grow in it, your body is going to be perfectly, watch this, suited for your level.
Mm. See, like even right now, I was over in Palm Beach, just like being down the road there, drive over there, and they they had the purple, they had Ralph Lauren store. And this was a purple label store. So purple label is their highest quality stuff, right? Wow. Everything in there is purple label. Highest quality. Right? Well, that's exactly what God does for you. He gives you the highest quality. Come on. So what we're trying to do is to show you more of what that is. So you'll want it. See, they had the market to get you the understanding purple label. Now I had on a shirt, leather shirt last night. It's had little dots and I had it for maybe probably close to 20 years now. It looks like I just got it because Ralph Lauren not only made that purple label, purple label represented his best quality. The thing held up. Wow. Well, God has given you Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Ghost, the blood, the name, the word, the spirit, highest quality. You're going to hold up in every trial. Come on. Because the trials, you're the uncomprehensible one. See, you're the one that can withstand all the fiery darts of the devil. It's in you. All you got to do is grow in it. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pray a prayer for you. I want to do it. And I know he may, some of you may have some questions and, but no matter, look, would you become that awesome person? Look, on. The, the, one of the greatest things you could say is just Isaiah Saldivar discipled me. Come on, Why? Bishop. Because his history became your story. Mm. You, you didn't curse the light. You can't do it. And you thank God for giving it to you. Say, God, thank you for letting me know somebody like that. Thank you for giving me a word. Thank you for giving me a heart. Yes. But you're not just going to shout him down. You're going to become what he is. Come See, this on, is the greatest man. challenge. See, when a preacher preaches on Sunday, what people don't know is, is that I heard that message, but this is the question. Did you learn it? See that? Can you repeat it? See? Not only then can you, did you learn it, but watch this. Did you become it? See, this is your food. You are what you eat. And when this man talks about deliverance, he talks about the greatness of God. He talks about being on fire. He's talking about you. Because you're on here to Sorry. get that. And to become that. And then to spread that. My father, thank you so much, though, for those that joined up with Isaiah. I mean, God, I, I can't help but to talk about it because I see he's authentic. He's living this life out in such a way that scores of people around the world are joining in. Scores of them may be listening to me. He's, he's looking over his church, his people. And when he looks on there to say, there's a thousand people, there's 2,000, there's a million people, there's half me. He's looking over his people that God has given him to steward so that the earth and heaven will be the fruit of his dedication. Will you continue to grow? Will you continue to learn? Will you continue to spread this gospel of the everlasting kingdom? Will you continue to understand that heaven is not made for the devil and his fallen angels? They're already gonna go to hell. And the angels 
that kept their first estate, they're already there. All of heaven is for you. Why would you take a place below what God has ordained for you? All of the future is for someone born of God, heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. God is your daddy. God is going to divvy out his creation to the true sons and daughters. And I want to say to you that even gender is not an eternal construct. It's what you are and what you're going to be able to do. See, I want to say to you, you'll be able to get around like at, at the speed of intent. You'll need no external anything to do whatever God's assigned you to do. It's all in you. It's all in you. The treasures of the future has been deposited in Christ inside of you. Now cultivate it. And Father, I pray for the spirit of consecration to come upon every person listening. And as Isaiah said, all over the world, as you allow me to be privately devout with nobody looking, not transgressing, but being faithful because you are my reality. I pray for that for every person under the sound of my voice. And if they're not truly born again, if they're backslidden, no such thing. Let them go from where they are, Lord. Their journey is into your likeness. Let them continue to grow, Lord. I bless you. I thank you for them. Every assignment of the devil has been canceled. Every word spoken of them is being accelerated. To God be the glory. In Jesus' name, I pray. Bishop, so powerful. Listen, guys, here's the thing. We're an hour and 20 minutes in, and if you know Bishop, Bishop, that's his warm-up right there. We're going to have to bring him on for a part two. I already know you, Bishop. Guys, when we're together, I will sit there for four to six hours. This is not a lie. Me and Nino will sit four to six hours, and this is how Bishop talks all the time. This is not just how he preaches. This is 24-7. If you know Bishop, this is how Bishop talks. So you might say, Isaiah, why aren't you talking? Here's why. Because I don't need to talk. When my spiritual father's on here, I, I have nothing I need to say. And I have nothing I can add to that. Bishop, so powerful that you would get on here and pour into us. And here's what I want to say tonight. I've already talked to Bishop about this. I'm not only sowing every single dollar that comes in tonight through PayPal, through Zelle, through Venmo, every single dollar that comes in tonight, I'm sowing 100% to Bishop and I'm gonna add on top of that tonight because I wanna sow into what God is doing. Here's the thing guys, I wanna get this word to every person possible. And I've already talked to Bishop. We're working with him to start a streaming platform yeah. and many other things. And I told Bishop, I'm gonna have you on again. I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure this message of eternity and the gospel of Jesus Christ you, through Jesus. his ministry. And he didn't even oh, yeah. tell you he's written over 40 books. He has books in universities, everything. It goes on yeah. and on. We're gonna make sure that this message doesn't die with him. We're gonna make sure that it goes on you, another 100 you, years, 200 years, 300 you, years, because Bishop, you got too much in you to not be getting it out to the world. And so I know God thank has you, given me this you. platform 
and we're going to get this out to the world. We're going to already have over 100,000 people watching it this week is what we average on Facebook and YouTube. And then another wow. probably 100,000 on downloads and Spotify and Google Play and Apple Podcasts. So we're going to reach hundreds of thousands. But I want this message. We have to get... Now, some of you are in here... You're, you put the mind blown emoji the whole time because you don't even know what to do about this type of revelation. Guys, this is the level that God is entrusting us with. This is the level. Last night, Bishop, we preached on the thousand year reign, the end times and reigning with Christ in eternity, eternal rewards, the crown of righteousness, the crown of rejoicing, the crown of life and all the different rewards God gives us out on the judgment, the Bema judgment. This is the level God is requiring of us. And this is the level Come that on. God is entrusting. Listen, if you're in here and you say, I can't, this is so much. This is what God is trying to get you to. He's trying to take you to that higher level because the level you're at is not the level that God wants you in. God wants to bring Come you on. higher. He wants to take you to a new dimension. One thing I just want to say, Bishop, that stood out when you were talking, and if you guys don't realize, I was just receiving the whole time getting rocked, is what could God trust you with in an eternal realm, in an eternal mindset to what level could God trust you with? If God can't trust you with an hour praying a day or an hour in the word or just a measly couple dollars in your bank, how could God trust you in the eternal realm? How could God trust you when he puts you ruling over nations? In the in the thousand year reign, the Bible says you're going to rule and reign the nations. Man, you're going to rule with Christ right. over nations. That's right. that's and God, right. is, God is trust trying to see right now in this temporary realm, if he can't even trust you with your time, with your energy, with your passion, with your resources, then how is God going to trust you to rule over nations in the thousand year reign, the millennial reign of kingdom? And then after that, when we go into the eternal state and we live with God in eternity in the new Jerusalem, what do you think then? What could God trust you with? And I was thinking of when Jesus talked about in John 14, that my father is making room for you and not just Bishop. I've heard you teach on this and I'm still in this revelation from you. And I know we're, we're at the end here. We're an hour and a half in, but not just a room, an actual mansion. Cause some people think, you know, God just has a mansion for me. And I'm like, here's the thing guys, you could go buy a mansion on earth right now. So if you think all you're getting in heaven is a mansion, Jesus was not just talking about a actual mansion, but there's space, there's authority yes. and there's room yes. in the eternal yes. realm that yes. God wants to give you to govern things in eternity. Oh. And we know Go because ahead. Jesus said there's going to be some least in the kingdom and some greater. So yeah. you're, you're going to be ruling under people. There's going to be people over you in the eternal realm if yep. you don't get serious about God. And so I'm yeah. not, Bishop, when I'm doing the broadcast, we're doing everything we're doing. We're spending so much work and time and energy. I'm thinking about in the eternal realm, I'm building up rewards, even in my finances. And I'm, as I'm sowing into other ministries, people are sowing into me. I'm going to reap in eternal reward. That's why Jesus said, Thank if you Jesus. give up land, if you give up marriage, if you give up family, if you give up daughter, husband, wife, if you give up property, property, physical wealth in the natural right now, in eternity, a hundredfold, you're going to get in the life, this life and the life to come. So a hundredfold yes. investment return on my investment. If I get serious about giving things to God, sacrificing and living yeah. at that next level. So I know, listen, I know some babies came in here and they can't handle it and they jump in and they jump out. We've got about 2000 people, this entire broadcast live that are hungry for the more of God. You would not be here if you weren't hungry for the more of God. And so I want yes. to challenge you. Get in this stuff, get in these teachings, get on Bishop Boone's page. I've linked his page already in the description on Facebook. I have him on YouTube. 
Get up in this, Bishop Wellington Boone, and start following along what God is doing. Get the, the Journey with God book. You can get this a lot of this stuff on his website. Guys, get a hold of this stuff. You say, well, I don't have a link here. Listen, if you're serious about it, you're going to find the link. Bishop, if I want to <laughs> find someone, you know, this is the thing that amazes me, Bishop. I have your name on the screen the entire time. I have your name linked on Facebook, and they're going to say, I don't know how to get to his page. Come on, y'all. You got to get serious. You just got to click one link. If you're, if you're that serious, serious about it you need to get following along with what god is doing you need to get serious and you need to sow into what god is doing i don't ever tell you guys this but i want to say right now again i could say this because not a dollar will go to me not a dollar will go to my ministry tonight i'm literally taking everything totaling it up adding on it and i'm going to be sending bishop a check this week because listen I'm that serious about investing. I'm that serious about the things of God. So don't get up all in here and say, oh, it's not about money. It's not about income. Friend, you don't read your Bible. The Bible says if you sow financially sparingly, you will reap sparingly. So here's what I'm doing. I don't care what you guys do because it don't matter how much y'all give because I'm going to give an amount anyways, regardless. So if you don't give, I'll give for you. Here's the thing. It's putting our money where our mouth is. That might be giving financially. Now you say, Isaiah, I don't have finances. Okay, you want to know what, what putting your money where your mouth is? How about getting into an all-night prayer meeting? How about taking this word serious and say, I'm not going to live my life on just Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or YouTube. I'm going to take the word that has gone forth, which if you know Bishop, he can go six hours and still be in his intro because he's got that much in him. I've seen you do it, Bishop. I've been in three, four-hour services with you, and people are at the edge of their seat. And to be honest, we're an hour and a half in, and many of the people in the chat are saying, I feel like I blinked, and it's, and it's done. And that's because... That's the realm of revelation because, Bishop, when you're talking, you're taking us somewhere in the spirit. You're taking us to a place in God that transformation breaks out. This is not, this is not information. This is divine revelation that brings transformation. So guys, he's bringing us somewhere in God that he's been in the secret place. And we've talked about this Bishop before the hours that you spend with God alone. Now we know this because listening to you, people are wanting to know in the chat as you're talking, there's probably over 15,000 comments have come in, you know, of people asking and talking, where is he getting this from? Because you can't get this on YouTube, Bishop. You can't get this on Apple Podcasts, Charisma Podcast Network. You can't find this level of teaching anywhere because it's only found in the secret place. This is not caught this is not taught revelation this is caught revelation this is something that's come from this is why jesus looked at peter said peter i've heard everybody's definition of me but who told you that peter because you got that from somewhere outside the natural realm you didn't get that from some say john the baptist some say jeremiah some say jesus goes peter you got that from somewhere where'd you get that peter got that from the heavenly dimension so what we're giving you guys what i gave you guys last night we're getting this from an eternal realm. We're yes. going we're going somewhere in God. When we're getting in prayer, we're getting something. We're going somewhere. I, t- yes. I got thought this again from you, Bishop. When you get in the secret place, you don't come out the same. If you come out the same, you haven't stayed in long enough. So when I get into my secret place, I'm getting something from God. People say, how, yeah. how is it I feel? I cry when you talk. How do I feel that? What is that? That's me giving you what God has given me. I'm transferring it. I'm feeding you, not bread, but I'm feeding you eternal. The di- disciples told Jesus, I'm just, let me just go for a one Pentecostal minute here, Bishop. But the disciples yeah. told Jesus, Jesus, you must be hungry. Jesus goes, I have food from some somewhere and something you know nothing about. I'm not I'm not giving you natural food. I'm giving you something heavenly, something that transcends. Yes, You're not going to get yes, this on sir. Facebook or on YouTube. This is something that transcends. Well, where did you get it? I got it from being with the Father. And so listen, 
a lot of you guys you wonder why your pastor doesn't preach on deliverance and preach on miracles you can't listen you can't get this from being all week long watching football out all week long you know golfing and fishing all week and then trying to get on sunday morning and try to you know get a drive-through message you recycled on sermoncentral.com and try to whip something up with some leftover ingredients through the week you got to get alone with god if you guys want this level you got to get alone in the secret place with God, build history. Because for many of us, if we stripped away your Sunday morning, you wouldn't even be a believer. You got to get some history. You got to start contending in the secret place. How long? Until you get God. Well, what about my work? What about my job? Forget about all that. Until you get God. And when you get God, everything else changes. So guys, I'm telling you, get serious about this. Like take this. I'm taking everything you said tonight, Bishop. And I'm applying it to my life. Everything from the all night prayer, from my journey with God, from every word that you spoke, I'm taking it and I'm going to apply it. How does this revelation right now, this hour and a half you poured into us, how does this revelation transfer to transfer from your bank account, your divine spiritual bank account into mine and then translate into a life change? And some of y'all, you're already, you're already clicking off. You already lost me. You already, I already lost you because you don't, you're not spiritual at all. You're carnal. So this is the part where you're just, you're falling off here. How do I make that revelation <laughs> translate into my everyday life? That's what I'm thinking, Bishop. And that's what I'm doing because I don't want to be a hearer of the word merely. Yes. I want to be a doer of the word. So Bishop, I know you're three hours ahead of me. I know you poured into us for an hour and a half. I want everybody to go follow Bishop, be a part. I'm going to bring him on again. Once he begins to launch the streaming Thank platform, you. the website, we're, we're reworking on everything right now. We're in yeah. the works. I'm helping yeah. with this. And this is, yeah. you know, me pouring into getting this word out and me investing into this. We're going to get him back on and we're going to share again. And we're going to help build this platform, build this ministry so Thank that you. we can Thank get you. it out to the entire world. So Bishop, I'm going to have them follow you. I'm going to get on here and thank everyone in the donations. I won't keep you for that because I know it's already getting late. Is there any, any parting words or any final thoughts that you had Bishop before I get you off here? Just want to say, I love you. Love you too, Bishop. <laughs> and I miss you. I do. I miss you though. I'm just being real. I miss you. And I want to come over there. Yeah, I got to get uh, over yeah. there and shake up Miami, Bishop. We got to shake Miami for Jesus. No, you, no, they need you so amazing. But they're hungry like you wouldn't. You'd be shocked at the level of hunger. Come on. And I've never seen a city, though. I've been in, you know, you you and I have been to Las Vegas and seen how yeah. they do debauchery. We've seen how some of these cities, this city stays up all night. Wow. I've never seen a city like that. See, you people, what are you doing? It's like daytime. like. Two o'clock in the morning, it'd be like daytime. Wow. We could shake this city. Let's shake it up. Miami, Florida, here we come. There you go, man. We're going to shake up on. those demons out there. Yep, yep. Bishop, so, thank you so much. I need to have you on soon, Bishop. Okay, thank you. Awesome. I appreciate it. Love you, Bishop. Love we'll you. talk soon, okay? Bless you. Dude. All right, love okay. you, Bishop. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Incredible, guys. Listen, guys, I feel the same way you guys feel tonight. You're like, you don't know what... <laughs> You don't know what just hit you, what to do with it. God God is going to show you what to do with it. God is going to turn that revelation. It's going to divinely transform your life. And so I'm in the same boat as you guys. I'm sowing tonight. I'm not asking you. I'm literally sowing tonight far more than anybody. I'm going to be, I'm going to lead the way tonight. Not only will I take all the PayPal, all the Venmo, all the Zelle, every dollar that comes in, I will send directly to Bishop. I'll take it, give it to Bishop, but I'm going to be sewing. Me and my wife already talked about this. We're going to be sewing into Bishop because um, we're not, we're not playing around. We're not playing around with God. We're not messing around with God. 
Um, sorry, I'm responding to something. But yeah, tonight, guys, powerful. I don't... When have you all seen me speechless? When, when do you see me speechless? I don't even know what to say when I have Bishop on. I don't have to say anything. I just, I told him, I said, I'm just going to turn you loose, Bishop. And you just go wherever you want to go. You say what you want to say. You pour in. Because uh, he just texted me right now. He said, you're awesome. Let's shake Miami. We're going to go out there. I'm telling you. We're going to go out there and we're going to shake up Florida. We're going to shake up Florida. I know everyone's saying you adore Bishop. Um, his book is My Journey with God. Just go to look up Bishop Wellington Boone. You'll find his books, his website, and everything. It's no joke. So you guys wonder... Where I get my my fire, my passion, my revelation, I'm cut off Bishop's cloth. Again, I've been with him since 2012. So this is a covenant relationship. This is not some, you know, some some last minute sugar daddy, spiritual father type stuff. This is covenant relationship, me and Bishop Nino that we are in. Again, he's not only my spiritual father, he's my spiritual father, spiritual father. He's always been there for me, always kept me accountable, always anything I need, anything I want to do, anyone that needs to talk to my covering, Bishop's always been there. So I'm excited guys about everything. I'm just, that's all I'm saying, y'all. My mind is blown right now. So yeah, we're going to go to Miami, Florida. We're going to shake it up for the glory and honor of God. Again, guys, we're bringing on some new guests. We're going to have John Ramirez coming back on soon. Um, maybe Kevin Zeta. I'm going to connect probably with him and get him on here. I got to just continue praying, guys. People that we bring on, continuing to pray who God wants us to have on. Look at your guys' feedback. We're going to do a group podcast again soon. We're live Monday, Tuesday, Friday. What we're going to do here, I know we're an hour and 35 minutes in. I'm going to begin to read all the donations as I do every single broadcast. This flew by. Honestly, guys... I feel like we just went live. I feel weird even reading donations right now because I feel like we're <laughs> I feel like we're in our intro because tonight was just so powerful. I know he was having some technical issues, but it all got resolved and it all worked out. I'm just on fire as you guys can tell right now. I can't get out of it. I'm trying to come down from that realm, from that dimension. Um, yeah, Pastor Chrissy said that was deep. Can't wait for heaven. Me neither. I'm trying to come down from that. If you know Bishop, he, he didn't even get into his intro tonight. Literally, he didn't even get into his intro tonight. I'll tell you right now, that was his that was his opening thoughts an hour and a half in. So, again, we're going to have him back on. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, we'll be bringing John back on soon for a video. I know we didn't get on the video. Um, but, yeah, again, tonight's, tonight's finances, every dollar is going to be going in. Um, Isaiah, read us the notes. What notes? What notes are you talking about? Every, every single dollar that comes in tonight will be going to Bishop Wellington Boone, just so you guys know. All right? That's with that being said, um, let me read the Ven I'm gonna read the PayPal and then I'm gonna read the Venmo. Again, anything comes through the website tonight, anything that comes through the Venmo, the Zelle, all of that, I'm gonna be sending one check to Bishop and I'm gonna be sewing. Someone said no longer. I know, right? An hour and forty minutes. I'm gonna read the donations and I'll hang out with the chat here for a bit. It's buffering again. Why is it buffering so much tonight, guys? I haven't changed anything. All of my stuff is the same on my end. I don't know why it's buffering so much. I'm gonna have to hop off here. Yeah, look him up. He's amazing. Oh, the 11 pages of notes. Let me think about this, guys. So here's the thing, guys. The only way I can capture your guys' email is when you give. So I don't know how I'm going to do that because I don't know how I'm going to... Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we'll do. I will get the 11 pages of notes this week. Everybody listen very closely, okay? The 1650 of you that are still on. Because I don't want to do it just for those that give because some of you can't give and you want the notes. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to get the 11 pages of notes. Okay, it's not buffering for you. Good. I'm going to get the 11 pages of notes. Somehow we'll get them. We'll get them on an online platform and I will add them to my website to download through Dropbox. Okay. So when we go live, okay, a bunch of you are dropping off. That's fine. You're not going to get the notes. <laughs> okay. When we go live on Monday night, 
I will have them linked in my website, okay? So I'll have them announce the 11 notes of Bishop Wellington Boone that he talked about. I will make sure that I have those linked on Monday night. Is that fair with you guys? Is that going to work for you guys? Because again, if I the only other way is if I send them all to the partners in the giving. But a lot of you, you can't you can't afford to give. So I don't want to do it that way because statistically, guys, and this is not Obuhu, like two to five percent of people statistically give so a lot of you cannot afford to give i don't want to make it to where just only those that give so i want to make it to where i could give it to everybody so again i will put it on my website for those of you that can't give and i'll make sure that you get it i don't know why it's buffering guys i don't know what's going on maybe youtube's having issues i have everything the same and the internet's going smooth on my end so i'll get that on my website so you guys can check out those 11 pages by Monday, all right? This way, those of you that can't give will still be able to do it. Because the only other way is if, again, I only do partners in giving, and I don't want to lock it behind people giving. I don't want it to be like, oh, you have to give to be able to get it. So we're going to do it on my website. It'll be there by Monday. Don't let me forget. I'll have it up. Or maybe even by Friday. If I could get it by Friday night, the call-in, we'll have it there. If not, we'll have it by Monday, okay? But I'll keep you guys posted on that. I'll have it on the intro and all that, all that type of stuff. We'll make sure that we get that. Okay, let's start reading these. I'm going to read these quick here, guys. There's a lot of donations coming in. Thank you. Again, all of these are going to go to Bishop Boone tonight. Um, I've never done this before on any of our broadcasts. I usually will sew a portion into our speakers. I, I sew into every speaker that we have on. Okay, I don't have any speakers on without sewing into them financially. But because the Bible says a workman is worthy of his hire, Paul said to pay traveling teachers especially well. And I don't have to give you more verses, but I'm going to make sure that I sow into Bishop everything that comes in tonight. So just know everything that you sow tonight will go to Bishop Wellington Boone's ministry. Okay. Jim, thank you, bro. So let's go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Nazareth Brucker, thank you. So thank you for what we do for what you do. Ashlyn Watkins, so thank you for refusing to be watered down and helping others do too. I am blessed and growing deeper because of this ministry. Thank you, Ashlyn. Craig and Heather Burke, thank you so much. We love you guys. Natalie Camille, so God bless you, Isaiah, and the ministry. Thank you. Tyreek Simpson said, ready for tonight. Always a good time in the presence of God. Thank you, Tyreek, in the presence of family. Denise Hunter said, you're such an amazing soul. Thank you for spreading the word of God all over the world. Thank you, Denise. Anonymous said, God bless you. Keep holding him up. Thank you. Tanya Dayhoff said, I'm the bloodline breaker in my family, so I thank you for all you do. Prayers for uncommon favor for more than I could ever hope or dream or imagine. Thank you, Tanya. If you guys don't know, I, I won't read prayer requests out loud. I will pray for them after the broadcast. So if you have a prayer request, I'm not reading out loud, okay? Brianna W. So we're blessed to those that feed us spiritually. The spirit of God is working through Wellington Boone and is feeding my spirit. May God continue to bless you greatly. Thank you, Brianna. Annan said fire from Bishop Boone tonight. My first time catching your live stream. Um, de deliverance question I haven't seen answered yet. Can demons overwhelm your desires and other times sit back but still be remaining? Not every time is overwhelming. Thank you. Yes, Annan. Yes, Anonymous. Demons can hide for years and not overwhelm you. And then one day they can overtake your desires. Absolutely. Demons hide. Melinda Rollins said, your shows are a blessing to me. God is good. Thank you, Melinda. Nicolette Labod. How fast do you guys want me to read? One through 10. I don't know why it's buffering tonight, guys. I don't know. Maybe it's on YouTube's end or maybe it's my internet. I don't know. I, my internet right now is like green, going good. I could see how many kilobits are transferring and I have no, no problems. So I'm not sure why it's buffering, guys. I apologize about that, but yeah. Raid Saul said, wow, what a powerful night. Such an awesome man of God. So much revelation. I need those notes, Isaiah. I'll get you those notes, guys, for sure. Rallis said, every guest you bring brings a word from God. Thank you, Rallis. Anonymous, thank you. Linda Linville, thank you so much. Said, thank you. Anonymous said, thank you. Amos Luna, thank you. Lydia Garcia, thank you so much. Said, God bless you, Isaiah. Praying for the um, Lord has used you mightily. Thank you. Maria, thank you. Linda Linville, again, thank you so much. 
for that. Anonymous said, Pastor Isaiah, we needed some more to get a loudspeaker so you can be blessed and have the strength to clean out Washington, D.C. Such evil lives. People need peace not to be in pieces. God bless Bishop's family and yours. Thank you, Anonymous. Lisa Lawrence said, God bless you, Isaiah and Bishop Boone. Thank you, Firefly. Said, tonight was straight fire. Praise the Lord. Lifting y'all up. Thank you, Firefly. Anonymous said, I wish I could sow more. Paydays until Friday, but God can turn five into 500. Thank you, Bishop, for your ministry. Thank you so much, Anonymous. Christina, thank you. Samantha March said, for Bishop, thank you. Rose Said my Thanksgiving offering for God answering my prayers about my son. One day I'll give the whole testimony. Our God is awesome and great love and blessings to you and your family. Thank you, Rose. Becky Wagner, thank you so much and thanks for all you do. Thank you so much. Anonymous said Boone brought the boom. Thank you so much, Anonymous. Sam said God bless you all. Thank you, Sam. Don Smith, thank you. Don Al um Alkiati, thank you so much. Anonymous said, my mind is blown from every word Bishop shared tonight. I'm so humbled to be a part of everything God is doing in you, Pastor Isaiah, because it becomes part of me. Thank you, Pastor Isaiah and Bishop. God bless you and your family. Thank you, Anonymous. Tamara Copang said, what a blessing your teachings are to the starving body. Thank you, Tamara. Daisy Chavez said, such, such wisdom and revelation tonight. Thank you, Daisy. Tara Alari said, God bless. Thank you, Tara. Danny C, thank you for the, I got the prayer request. Linda Knudsen, Said, love Bishop, God bless you. Thank you, love Isaiah. Thank you, Cortez family. Said, Bishop Boone, said, true blessing. Thank you, Cortez family. Barry Williams said, tonight's message was a blessing. Thank you, Barry. Jerita and Devon Hall said, thank you, Bishop, for the impartation of wisdom. Thank you so much. Johanna, thank you. Tina Hansen, thank you so much. Say, God is good all the time. Deborah Diana said, another level of revelation from the heavenly realm. Thank you so much. Rachel Garcia, I got your prayer request. Thank you. Christine Romero said, blessings, thank you. Karen Murrow said, God bless you, Isaiah and the Bishop. I'm grateful for all you pour out. Please keep me in prayer. Thank you so much. Pamela Messman said, thank you. Thank you so much. Tori said, I'm so grateful for your ministry. Thank you, Tori. Gwendolyn, thank you. Zach Bradley, thank you. Said, thank you, Bishop Wellington Moon. This ministry was profound and I'm convicted. I want to live for eternity, not for now. I'm getting serious with my walk with God. Thank you so much, Zach Bradley. Jeremy Barmore, thank you. Lorraine M, thank you. LaShonda Balades, thank you. Chaz Castle said sowing into the kingdom. Thank you, Chaz. Tanya Horton, thank you. Anonymous, thank you so much. Jackie said, thank you for keeping it real for Christ. Columba said, your ministry is life-changing. God bless you. Purple background, I got you. I got you. I can't say no to the purple background. There you go. Thank you so much. Actually, let's do this. Let's keep it, uh, let's see. Let's keep it half and half so we could just be perfect there with the actual the actual border. Jackie said, thank you for keeping it real for Christ. Thank you so much, Nikki Martin. Thank you, Martone. Say, can you do a video on tithe and offering? Yes, I will, Nikki. Absolutely. Anonymous said, God bless you. I say, thank you for your service. Thank you, Anonymous. Tyreen Wilson Sweetney said, sewing into Bishop Wellington Boone. Thank you. Aman Nakar. Thank you. Said, powerful. Thank you. Cynthia uh, from Sacramento said, I came in the end, but I'm going to re listen. Need this revelation from God. Cynthia, you need to re listen. This was so powerful tonight. Esther Salgado said, mind blown. I'm ready for the next level with the Lord. Thank you, Esther. Andre Dugan. Said, hey, Isaiah, Bishop Boone, fire was blazing tonight. Since I've been richly blessed by the power of Almighty God, I had to take part in blessing the kingdom. Thank you for your ministry and all you do can do for the Lord. Thank you so much, Andrea. Anonymous, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Alexa, so thank you for transferring this huge heavenly deposit, man of God. I'm truly blessed to be able to hear this. I thank God for your obedience um, and this podcast. I receive it all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Alexa. Tiffany, thank you so much. Justin Ritter, thank you. Acevedo family said, thank you, Bishop Boone. Thank you, Albert Yanez. So thank you for this great message. I feel a spiritual growth with every message I watch. Thank you, Albert. Tamira said, thank you and God bless you. I don't have a church home and I'm currently looking for one. I so here because the Lord has led me to do so. Thank you for what you do. Your ministry has helped me grow in my relationship with God. God bless you, Isaiah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Gabrielle Wright said, you helped me grow so much and I'll give greater, uh, so I can give greater in the kingdom and deliverance for me and my son. Thank you. Katrina Stewart, thank you. Anonymous, thank you guys. That's all that gave through PayPal. If you have the Zelle, I'll read that after stream. I don't have access to that immediately, 
but I'm going to read the Venmo now. Thank you to everyone that's sewing and giving towards Bishop Boone tonight. Again, I will be giving all of this to Bishop Boone. All right. Yeah, if you only saw the last 20, you need to definitely check it out because it was some serious revelation. I'm telling you guys, you're not going to get revelation like that. I'm telling you right now, Bishop Boone brings it. He has revelation that nobody else has, and that's because hours spent in the secret place. Okay, here we go. All right, let's read the Venmo. We're going to read this fast, all right, guys? Just got a tornado warning. Chris, uh, Christian Cruz, where are you at? Are you in Texas? I know someone's saying they're expecting a tornado in Texas. All right. Here we go. We're going to read the Venmo here. All right. Let me find where we're at here. This is from last night. It is a bit confusing because we're back to back two nights. This is for Bishop Boone. All right. Vince Delgado said, all glory to God. Thank you. We're going to read fast here, guys. I don't know why YouTube is tripping. Everyone says that YouTube's having issues. John Ramirez is going live with me. Isaiah Saldivar on Facebook. Who's that? Is that a fake account? Do we need to smack him with a band hammer? Where are y'all at on Facebook? Let's see. Someone named Isaiah Saldivar said, John Ramirez is going live with me. Who is that, guys? I don't know who that is. Uh, I can't see because my Facebook chat... There's an Isaiah Saldivar on... Oh, there's another Isaiah in the chat. Okay, let's find him. Let's ban him. All right, let's search for him. There he is. We're going to ban him. Here we go. Where's the ban button? Why is he not letting me ban on Facebook? Hold on, hold on. We're going to ban this dude. Block user on Facebook. And we're going to add to block list. So not only did we block him, we also added him to the block list. So boom. Smacked him with a ban hammer. All right, if we see him come up again, we're going to ban him again. I think they're slick up in here. If I see my name, thank you, Anonymous. And thank you for your family and individual selves. Thank you, Anonymous. If I see my name pop up and it's a scammer, they're getting blocked. So there we go. We blocked him. Don't listen to anybody that doesn't have my check mark on YouTube or my actual page. Make sure you verify the page before you guys start following other pages. All right, we hit him with the band hammer. We smacked him right back into the Old Testament. All right, here we go. Vince Delgado, thank you. Ku um, Chinin, I got your prayer request. Thank you so much. Yulia um, Scarina said, Bishop, thank you. Lauren Hale said, thank you. Thank you, Lauren Hale. Giovanni Cuevas said, thank you. Thank him for me. It was a good word. Praise God. Thank you, Giovanni. Kaylee Thompson said, Bishop Boone, thank you. Brittany Williams, thank you. Again, every donation will be going straight to Bishop tonight. Guys, none of this is going to be going to me tonight. Giselle, thank you so much. Said, bless the Bishop. Thank you, guys. We got to sew in, guys, to the patriarchs that went before us. So that's what we're doing. I don't know why YouTube's doing that. It's a YouTube thing, guys, because my end's going clear. That's very frustrating, though, that it's doing that. David Maddox said, believing in both the message and in sewing. Thank you so much. Keep bringing the fire in all these many ways. Thank you, Bishop Wellington Boone as well. So yeah, I think we were having trouble earlier. People were getting kicked out. We were having internet issues with YouTube. So I think the YouTube servers are just going out. Karis Ibarra, thank you so much. Said, so good, Bishop is one of my favorites. Thank you, Karis. Robert Shrasdoskis said, forever. Thank you, Will Halstead. Thank you. Elizabeth Deanda said, thank you, Isaiah. You're truly changing my life. God bless you. Christine, Christina Hall said, Revelation, amen. Bishop Wellington Boone, praise Jesus, amen. Laleen Dazoo said, I'm extremely grateful to hear you preach today. I can listen to your preaching all day and all night without eating or drinking. Thank you, Laleen. I appreciate you. That's that's humbling. Thank you. Gloria Godoy said, blessings for blessing, blessing for blessing others with the word. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you for that very generous donation. Jennifer Harper said, building up the kingdom of God. Thank you. Gino Yanadim. Thank you. Lenny, um, Lenny Lyle said, thank you for bringing Bishop Boone onto your show. The word bless my soul. I strive to be better in Jesus name. May you be blessed. And you both need to come to Ohio. I'm from Australia living here, trying to do God's work. I need help and direction. Thank you, Lenny. We appreciate that. Empress Logan said, sheesh. Thank you. I don't think I can say it the way you're, you say sheesh. 
I'm going to have to practice the sheesh there, but thank you. Maria Matos to God bless you in your ministry. Anonymous, thank you. Terry, thank you. Shanna Gray said, thank you, Bishop, for pouring in us tonight. Thank you so much. Said, um, Zuli Sarapuro, thank you. Appreciate that. I got your prayer request. Winnie Akinya, Akinyi said, Revival Transformation, Reconciliation, Caught Revelation, Warriors of Christ. Ann Haler said, Wellington Boone, thank you, brothers. Very beautiful. Nia Barnes said, For the bishop, thank you, Isaiah, and I thank God for you. Thank you, Nia. Jonathan Robel said, Sowing with eternal benefit. Thank you, Jonathan. Mr. Palacios said, Thank you, Isaiah, for all you do. And to Pastor Boone, God bless you both. Love, Anna and Esther. Thank you, guys. Cindy Rossi said, Wow, glory be to God. Truly blessed. What an honor tonight with Bishop Boone. I'm so filled up like never before. And it is like God is doing supernatural surgery inside of me right now. I'm speechless. Thank you so much, Bishop and Pastor Isaiah. Much love. Thank you, Cindy Rossi. You're amazing. Mercedes Laura said, My seed in the kingdom of God. Thank you so much, Mercedes. We appreciate that. Michelle Mercado said, I'm sewing in this amazing ministry. And Bishop Boone, thank you for your obedience. And then I got your prayer request. Diane Stevens said group prayer and fasting is tomorrow and Friday this week please join us all if you can and then I got your don't read out loud um thank you so much appreciate you yeah I don't know why guys we're getting dropped here on YouTube and something we're getting some errors I know during the broadcast a lot of people are getting dropped and they just logged out we had about 2,000 which is low for the broadcast but I know it's because again we're having technical issues again someone in the chat said I can't see anything I don't know why guys everything's clear on my end let me refresh my YouTube here and see if I'm seeing it as well. Yeah, guys, I'm getting same thing buffering on YouTube. Just loading and loading and loading. So I don't know what's going on, guys. I'll probably jump off here. There's an error code. What's happening? Black screen still buffering. I hope we're not getting kicked here off of YouTube. Yeah, something's going on. I don't know what's going on, guys. Our, our live stream is down. I'll probably end it here. I don't know what's going on. Everyone is buffering. Yeah. Maybe if, can you guys type one if you can see me on Facebook. I know YouTube is down right now. Yeah, YouTube is completely down. Let me check my restream. What is going on here? Let's see. I think YouTube is down. Redirecting live events. So YouTube looks like, yeah, it looks like restream is down too. Facebook is, is still on. Thank you, Alexandria Hamilton. So thank you for tonight's word. Appreciate you. Janine, so thank you for everything. Half is for you and half is for Bishop. And then I got your prayer request. Thank you so much. Anonymous, thank you so much. Facebook is good. Okay, type one. Facebook is good. Okay, so it must be a YouTube issue because my restream is going good. So it must be a YouTube issue. YouTube's, I, I don't think I'm getting like banned or anything. I think YouTube's just having issues. Yeah, it's YouTube. Okay, it's YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's been throughout the broadcast. We're having people getting kicked off. It's up now. It's still not up on my page. There it is. Now it's up. Okay. Now we're up again on YouTube. I apologize, guys. We're probably going to jump off here because we're getting just constant freezing and errors and I can't talk to everybody. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I've never had this issue before where I was doing this, but it's been doing it throughout the broadcast because a lot of people have been coming back and forth saying they can't watch and then ultimately they just click off, which is it is what it is. It's unfortunate, but it's how it is. Raven, thank you, bro. Said that I'm going through it. The devil's trying to stop what God wants to do. Thinking about, but I believe God. Raven, don't give up, bro. Bishop had me crying when he was talking. I'll be praying for you, Raven. Don't give up, bro. Keep pushing. We're in a battle, man. You got to keep pushing. We're going to fight with you. Thank you, bro. YouTube is down. YouTube is back up. Yeah, it's just going up and down, guys. I'm not sure what's going on. It just kicked everybody out on YouTube. And so we went from like 1,000 to 400. I don't know what's going on. 
But we're going to call it, guys. I will be live again. We're two hours in. I will be live again on Friday night taking calls. Monday night, we're going to be back on Monday Night Fire. It's been amazing. If you didn't watch last night's broadcast, you need to watch it. It was, to me, one of the best we've ever done. And then I'll have a guest on Tuesday. Um, I won't announce it yet, but we'll be having a special guest on Tuesday. YouTube keeps loading. Yeah, something's going on with YouTube servers. So YouTube is a deep friend that I'm thankful for, right? I love you guys on YouTube. YouTube not working. Yeah, YouTube's having... Okay, a bunch of you guys are saying you can't see on YouTube. Good night, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. I will see you guys on Friday night. I'll have uploads tomorrow night, Thursday night. Friday night, I'll be live. I'm going to be going away with the wife and kids for tomorrow and Thursday. So be praying for us. We're going to have some family time. Get away with the kids. Take them out camping, I think. And it's going to be amazing. So I love you guys. I will see you guys on Friday night. Good night. God bless. Take care. I got you guys with the bobblehead. There you guys go. There's your bobblehead. We can't forget him. Thank you, guys. There's your bobblehead. We can't forget that. Even though the live stream is down, got to get the bobblehead. Anonymous, thank you so much for the donation. We appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. I did the peekaboo. Yeah, but it's the broadcast is messed up on YouTube. I don't know what's going on at YouTube's end. Okay, guys, I love you. I will see you guys on Friday night. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. If you like what you heard, go to www.isaiahsaldivar.com for more content. And please follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Isaiah Saldivar. See you next week.